Welcome to the Tierra Talk Show's New Grooves segment, in which we invite past guests of our show to discuss the latest and greatest with their upcoming projects for film, television, and more. I'd like to welcome back Dave Bessert to the show. Welcome, Dave, because we just talked, I think, almost over six months ago about your last book, Walt Disney's Imagineer Claude Coates, The Making of Disneyland from Toad Hall to the Haunted Mansion and Beyond. And you emailed me and said, I'm working on a new one. And I went, yes, this is great. Something I can look forward to during these crazy times. (laughs) Well, I got to tell you, it's great to be back with you, Tammy, and I appreciate you having me on. And just just to qualify that, I did talk to you about the Claude Coates book. That's going to be coming out next summer. And this 3D Disneyland, like you've never seen it before book, that book I wrote last year. So naturally, it's out this year. Book oh, publishing great. is a Book publishing is a process. It sounds like it's a very, very long, long drawn out process. Like, what's the quickest you've ever released a book? You know, I think that we've been able to turn a book around in about 18 months, typically. I haven't really done anything much quicker than that. And so projects like uh, 3D Disneyland, that started uh, in uh, late 2018, early 2019, and so here we are, um, you know, the books are going to be delivered in the next few weeks. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But uh, that's a, usually uh, the process. And then, you know, last year we were talking about doing the Claude Coates book. Well, I just finished writing the manuscript on that. And so now it's out to some beta readers and then it's going to go to editorial and then it's going to go to copy edit, and then it's into layout, design, and then it has to be proofed a couple of times, and then it goes off to uh, the printer. So we'll have that book next summer, and by the time I'm talking to you next summer about that book, well, guess what? I will have been finishing a a manuscript on a new project. I've only done one major project, which was just an album. And I think the one thing I regret is having more time to do it because it felt like really rushed. And I think when you release something like a book or an album or anything like that, a film, you want to have at least as much time as you can to really proofread it or listen to it over and over again. Because once it's out there, you're done. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I can only imagine. Yeah, I would want that 18 months to just make sure there's nothing else I can add. Or has there ever been something last minute? Has that ever been something that's ever happened before for a book for you? That's always the case. There's always something, you know, Uh, with 3D Disneyland. uh, We had a couple of pictures of Splash Mountain in the book and we were able to just at the very last minute. I mean, it was already at the printer, but fortunately he hadn't run the presses yet. And so we were able to update the file he was using and put in a little additional information about the rebranding of Splash Mountain. 
so now with this book, why why specifically Disneyland in 3D? Like, what drew you to that that idea and to create it? Well, I have to tell you, this is this is kind of an interesting story because it started well over 25 years ago, and I was working on Beauty and the Beast, and I was splitting an office with uh, a a, a a special effects animator named Ted Kiersey, and Ted. Uh, is a master special effects animator. He was somebody who was already working at the studio, I think, 14, 15 years before I started working at the studio. And uh, he uh, was a stereo photography buff. And one day he brought in uh, a bunch of uh, 3D slides of uh, Disneyland from opening week in 1955. Now, I'm one of these people, I grew up on the East Coast, so I didn't go to Disneyland until 1980, 81 uh, for the first time. So that was the 25th anniversary. 1980 was the 25th anniversary of Disneyland. So I was there 25 years after it opened, but Ted, Ted lived in Southern California and went to Disneyland opening week. And he brought his 3D camera with him and he took all of these incredible photographs. And, you know, the park has changed drastically from opening week. And I said to him after looking at a bunch of his pictures, I said, boy, Ted, these would be great in a book, you know. And I never thought I would be doing that book. I just said I suggested to him that he should do a book. And. We've remained good friends. I, you know, I considered him a mentor, uh, a friend, a work colleague. And, you know, he's since retired from the studio. And I've stayed in touch with him. He's moved out of Los Angeles, but I've gone to visit him at his new home. And on one of those visits, the topic of his 3D photos came up because it was a hobby of his. You know, in fact, not only did he shoot all these pictures of Disneyland, but he used to take his vacations. This is really kind of an interesting story. He used to collect stereo cards. So if you, I, I think people in your audience would probably know what I'm talking about. They were uh, elongated, you know, rectangular cards that had two pictures on them. And you would drop them into a viewer and look through a lens and you would see a stereo or 3D picture because the left and right eye images merge with the lens that you're looking through and you see it in stereo. You see the, the depth and the dimension of those. And that was very popular in the 1800s. And Ted had a whole collection of these stereo cards from uh, the late 1800s and most of it was of mining encampments and mining towns in Colorado. And so he would take his vacation every year and he'd go back to Colorado and he'd find the exact spot where that picture was taken a hundred and something years earlier. And he would take a contemporary photo of that uh, same view. And he'd have this before and after uh, of, of these mining towns. And so, you know, again, it, it was a hobby of his. So it was natural for it to come, in, come up in conversation when I was visiting him. And I said, boy, I go, let's do those. Let's put your 3D photos of Disneyland into a book. And he said, OK, let's do it. And that's how we started down that road. 
and we went through his all of his pictures and we we picked out nearly a hundred photos and um I wanted to lay the book out as a walking tour of Disneyland. So the way you, when you open the book, you're going to start out outside the berm, looking up at the train station at the entrance, and then you're in the town square. Then you go down Main Street to the hub, and then you go into Adventureland and New Orleans Square and Critter Country and Rivers of America. And then you're in uh, Frontierland, the Castle, Fantasyland, Toontown, Tomorrowland. Uh, you're seeing the various train stations, and there's some beautiful shots of the train. Uh, and uh, and then as we were putting that together, I kind of felt like we really needed to have some something with Walt Disney in there. I mean, this was his park; it was his brainchild. And so I was able to license two photos of Walt and I had uh, a, a friend of mine, Patrick, who's up in Minnesota. Uh, he's also a stereo photography buff and a digital artist. And he was able to convert those photos into 3D photos. So now I bookended this walking tour of Disneyland with two pictures of Walt Disney in 3D. Nobody's ever seen that before. Now, what what is the process like that? So when you say 3D, are you saying that this book is going to be unique in that the texture of the pages is qualified as, you know, something that you would have seen? Like, I remember we had 3D books as kids where the, the texture was a little bit different. So it nope. actually looked like it's something, you know, you could put up on a wall and look around. But nope. like, go ahead. It's not that at all. It, it's literally when you when you get this book, there's a pair of glasses, and you've seen those glasses. One lens is magenta, one lens is cyan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's a pair of glasses in the front of the book. You put those on, and you look at the photos with those glasses on, and you'll see them in 3D as if it's in front of you. What, what's cool about this book is that there's a lot of photos of things that no longer exist at Disneyland. For mm -hmm. instance, you know, Tomorrowland has changed drastically. And you can see pictures of opening week. What did Tomorrowland look like? There was the world clock and there was the TWA Moonliner. But there wasn't a whole heck of a lot in there when the uh, park first opened. But you get a sense of... Um, what what I what I've told people that I really love about these 3D photos is that it's not just a picture, uh, like a moment. It's a moment in time and space because when you look at these, you're seeing things dimensionally. Uh, there's a parallax to it. If you move your head back and forth, you'll see the perspective changing a little bit in the photos, and uh, and I think that's what's really neat there there's some great photos of the skyway to tomorrowland and the skyway to fantasyland that went right through the matterhorn mountain and so there's there's some neat photos of the park from the gondolas uh of the skyway including one just approaching the matterhorn mountain and one inside the matterhorn mountain looking out uh at fantasyland 
so there's some really neat photos there of things that no longer exist. And, and of course, some things that are still there but have changed, you know. What was the most surprising photo you have found or do you not want to reveal as of yet? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm happy to tell you that. I, w- I was just blown away by so many of the photos because it was stuff I had never seen before. Uh, I'd only heard about and I, I had never seen uh, in 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but there was a great photograph of the Disneyland and Santa Fe Railroad. Now, before it was just the, you know, it, it's now just the Disneyland Railroad. Yeah. But when it, the park first opened, it was the Disneyland and Santa Fe Railroad. And uh, Walt was was friends with the president of the Santa Fe Railroad, uh, Fred Gurley. And, uh you know, one of the engines is is named after that guy. Uh, but there's a photo of the train on the spur. The spur off of the Disneyland Railroad takes the train off the main track and into the, quote, maintenance yard, right? Correct. Which is now like around, you know, the, round, the train roundhouse. Uh, but the original spur was on the northwest corner of Disneyland. And... When, when the park first opened. So there's a great photo of the train sitting on the spur, ready to enter the main line. And what I was so blown away by when I saw that photo was there's all orange groves behind the train, as far as the eye can see, you know? And all of that is now developed. There's houses and, you know, office buildings and all kinds of stuff on the skyline. But back then, the park was in the middle of a very agriculture rural area. This really was uh, this was a, a passion project that you know because I had mentioned t- to Ted you know twenty five plus years ago that it should go into a book. Uh, I I was really honored to be the one to to put that book together uh, for him and to showcase his photos. Um, it's something that I always felt like, you know, you got to share this with people who love the park and there is no book out, uh, that showcases 3d photos of Disneyland and, uh, really anything online. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that before, especially 1955. If you think about it, the technology back then was not as, well, no way close to what we have today, obviously, and I think a lot of people forget that. That's true, and, and you know, you know, there was there, there, you know, they had the ViewMaster, uh, so you could see some three D photos uh, through ViewMaster discs uh, that were produced. Uh, but, uh, this is, this is much different. This is, this is like a coffee table book and each photo is showcased on its own page. And there's a nice white border around the photo, which is like a wall. So if you imagine the white border around the photo being a stationary white wall, the photo becomes a window and actually helps enhance the 3d quality of the image when you, when you present it that way. I can't wait to see it all come to fruition. And when did you say it was going to be officially released? Or is there a website that we can check out right now to sure. pre-order? So, great question, because there's a couple things going on. First, we're in the midst of this raging pandemic. And like most people, you know, 
Nancy and I have been self-isolating and being very safe and, and we don't want to get sick. And so Ted and I, and, you know, and Ted's, you know, like I said, 15 years older than me or so. Um, and, uh, what we decided to do is we know people like to get signed copies of the book. So because of the pandemic, we're obviously not going to go out and do book signings at bookstores or anything like that. So we we worked with the publisher and we, we came up with a program that we're going to do a signed and numbered limited edition version of this book that's only available online. We're going to get it into the hands of the people that buy that version before it releases officially. The book officially releases on October 15th. We're going to be mailing copies out to people who pre-order the signed limited edition copy. Now, here's, here's what's so great about this. If you go to theoldmillpress.com, theoldmillpress.com, you can pre-order the book. You're going to get signed it's numbered on a beautiful little holographic emblem that's going to be on the signature page. It's signed by myself and by Ted, the photographer. And you're getting a 20% discount and free shipping. Okay. Now, anybody who's listening who goes to Amazon.com, you might see the, the book is up on, on Amazon and you can order it, but you're not going to get a 20% discount. So that's what's so great about this. This is actually less expensive than you can get at the online retailers uh, if you're pre-ordering. And if you pre-order through the online retailers, you're not going to get the book until mid-October. Mid but if you want to get the book about a month before it goes out to the public, you can order at theoldmillpress.com. And it's real easy. It's a PayPal uh, widget. You just press that and, you know, you pay for the book and it will be shipped as soon as they arrive to us. And they're supposed to arrive in a couple of weeks. We've got our fingers crossed. You know how there's been disruptions with some of the, uh, the mail and shipping and things like that. Things are showing up a little late and there's, you know, just uh, supply chain disruptions because of this pandemic. That email is probably myself. I just that ordered it. <laughs> I, just, I just looked up and I heard the thing and I apologize to your audience for that, but it was you, Tammy. It was me. Order the book. <laughs> I just ordered it now because I was like, I didn't origin originally have the link because I want to make sure I don't forget because I already ordered my Claude Coates book and I was like, I got to get this one. So as long as you're not insulted, I just wanted to go ahead and make sure I got it beforehand. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. I do appreciate that. And, you know, again, uh, we're working diligently. As soon as these arrive, they're going out. And by the way, everybody who's ordered, uh, they've added their email to a list. And I will be this coming week uh, sending out an email personally from me through, uh, through the publisher. I'm going to send that out to everybody uh, just to give you a quick update and, uh, we're staying on top of this and, you know, we're really, you know, again, we're, we're just waiting for the shipment to come in 
And that's, you know, I, I was saying to Nancy earlier, I keep thinking of the song by Carly Simon, Anticipation, you know? <laughs> It's anticipation. (laughs) It's making me wait. It's something to look forward to, especially during this time. So, and everybody, you should know, Dave's quality of books are unbelievable. I have a couple of them in my little library, my Disney library section. So this is something like when he emailed me, I went, yes, because I really need something to look forward to. And some of these, you know, beautiful little treasures are, are something that is great to actually have on your shelf and to be able to look through and share. I remember like as a kid, that was the big thing for me was discovering new um, unusual things about Disney and in book form. So it's something that maybe your little one might be interested in looking at and having fun with the glasses, the 3D glasses. So definitely don't miss out on this. And I'll put the link in the show notes below so you can go ahead and do the same thing that I just did and go ahead and pre-order a copy of the book ASAP because you got it. You got to have it for your Disney library. <laughs> And Tammy, you mentioned something like you're always looking to learn something new. So each one of these photos, there's a caption uh, that's on the so so the way the book is laid out, as I mentioned, each photo is on its own page. On the opposite page, there is a you know a short little paragraph that gives some tidbit information about the photo and some historical context. Uh, and I think people will find that fascinating because I really worked with Tom Morris. Uh, now, Tom Morris was an Imagineer for more than 40 years, and he's retired now. But he wrote the foreword to the book and because he had worked down at Disneyland as an Imagineer for many, many years. Much of his 40-plus years as an Imagineer was spent working on projects at Disneyland in Anaheim, including he was the show designer for the Splash Mountain attraction. And uh, I think what's really neat is that I sat with him. In fact, I sat with him at the commissary of the Disney Studios. um, Oh, I guess it was early last year and showed him every one of the stereo pictures. We had our glasses on and, uh, <laughs> and he was, and I recorded the whole thing cause he was, he was telling, you know, he was telling me little factoids about the, each of the pictures and, and this and that. And we had a lovely conversation, a lovely lunch. And he, he wrote a beautiful foreword to, to the book. So uh, I'm, I'm just excited for so many people out there who are fans to get their hands on this especially and you know again you can't plan these things but with the park being closed right now and i know so many people who are fans that are chomping at the bit wishing they could be visiting the park this is the next best thing because you could put on a pair of 3d glasses and you could look at this book in the comfort of your home in the safety of your home and it'll bring a smile to your face seeing some of these attractions that uh, some of them are gone now uh, and so for some people it'll be reminiscing like oh my gosh I remember when I was a kid and I saw that attraction and for other people youngsters like you and I it'll be a treat to go wow look at that I you know I wasn't around I never saw that I now I get to see it in 3d it's a different experience because I again I've only been to Disneyland twice and 
to see it what it is today is wonderful. But when you hear all the stories about Disneyland in the past and you you only have access to so many photos because I'm sure most of them are in the archives, this is just another way of getting to learn more about it. So I'm very excited to be able to get a copy and I wish you the best of luck on this. This is so exciting that we have another book to look forward to. And I'm always happy to have you on the, on the show. So thank it's- you. It's always great to be on the show with you, Tammy. And remember, everybody, go to theoldmillpress.com. And I'm sure Tammy's going to put that in the show notes. And if you want to, they can visit my website, which is davidbossert.com. davidbossert.com. And under the articles tab, there's like 55 or 56 articles up there. Uh, all free content for people to read if if you're looking for to to uh, read a little bit about some animation or other things. There's some wonderful articles up there that uh, if you're a fan of Disney, you'll learn something new. Maybe I don't know, uh, but I hope I hope you uh, have a chance to to visit, take a look, and. Uh, it's just such a pleasure to be on your show and to be able to share with your your listeners. Mm-hmm.